This episode is brought to you by Command Creative Studios. Looking to jump into the podcast world and start making your own content? Command Creative Studios is your one-stop shop for professional podcasts. With a team of audio engineers, music composers, and graphic designers, Command Creative Studios can get your podcast sounding professional as well as looking professional with custom music and artwork that's designed for your creative vision. Command Creative Studios also offers editing, mixing, as well as uploading your content to all major podcast services. For more information, please visit commandcreativestudios.com. That's commandcreativestudios.com. There's a leader in you, and one day it could be your turn. Or not. So which way? Here we go. Last of Us Episode 7, Left Behind. This is the part two of what we do, Max. Yep. The feedback, deep dive, episode grab. But before we jump in, a little, you know, maintenance here. The show now, we're, we've heard a lot from a lot of people requesting that we do more than just The Last of Us. Yep. And now, The Last of Us is winding down, um, but we still have a lot of episodes we've we've come up with even after the show is over. Yeah, some bon- bonus content and B- stuff. Bonus yeah. content and stuff. But people have asked for us to do other current TV shows. I mean, we do have the other show um, still holds up where we review old movies. And we have a really exciting one we're going to announce next week um, for movies that are hitting the theaters. Right. But they wanted something for other shows relevant. So we will be doing additional shows on this podcast that is now named The Extremists. The extremists, I like it. That's who we are. That's what we are. Um, w- the first show we actually did was um, yesterday. Was it yesterday? What uh, day is this? Is uh, we did it at a midnight run. So we did the midnight run of the Mandalorian um, season three Episode premiere. Yep. So um, and we had um, Joey who did um, the Star Wars, the two Star Wars episodes with us on um, still holds up. Yeah. Um, he he's he's a. Uh, uh, I call him the the Star Wars connoisseur, but he is definitely a, a a wealth of knowledge in the Star Wars lore. Yeah. So pretty much, I think anything Star Wars we're going to do, we're probably going to bring him in. So it's he's probably gonna, a smart move. Yeah. So he's going to be a he's going to be our our special guest host for the whole season of Mandalorian, which is really cool. Yeah. So we're gonna you'll see a, some new artwork branding on right. the on on your podcast feed on your your whether it's on Spotify or Apple. Um, podcast wherever you consume your podcast so we're now the extremist and the last of us is not going to go away it's just there's going to be additional content on this podcast stream right so i'm excited you're excited we already brainstormed a couple of um other shows that we're gonna you know partake in actually for patreon users um this week we're going to be dropping a bonus content on there of the Tulsa King. Yeah. That was um Sly Sylvester Stallone's um awesome TV show that premiered on um Paramount Plus. Yeah. So that'll be a special content for Patreon users. So yeah. we're very excited um, yeah. with this rebranding and re we're not pivoting, we're just enhancing. I like Does that makes sense. <laughs> I like that. We're not pivoting, we're enhancing. That's good. <laughs> there you go. I like that. 
<laughs> yeah, I hope everybody that listens to this, you know, moving forward, you know, is 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 as excited as we are about um, you know, just having the opportunity, having the platform really to just add more content. So should be exciting. And then if anybody like has any ideas of like other shows they'd like us to hear us like talk about. Yeah. Even if it's a, if it's a past show or something like that, I think maybe something that we could just like that you know there's going to be like a new season coming out for it or something mm-hmm. like that and you want us to, to maybe touch on like a previous season to kind of gear up for that or something like that. So if it's in, if it's in our wheelhouse, I think we probably Oh, yeah. Try, probably try to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's uh let's jump into this really quick. Uh um you know we did. We didn't really love this episode when it first came out. Yeah, you know, um, it was late when we watched it. Maybe I, w- I was really hoping that maybe it was kind of, you know, maybe because we we're maybe we we're just in a bad mood or something. Because it seems you like could a lo- say it. I was in a bad mood. You were in a bad mood, <laughs> and I feed off of you. But at the same time, so we we just now we just rewatched it again, and we were taking notes. We find scenes that we wanted to pull and talk about. Yeah, and. Do I think this is now a banger of an episode after rewatching it? I absolutely do not. I'm still kind of a little baffled on why people love it so much and why some people thought it also stayed really true to like what the original content was because yeah. it did to a certain point, but it was funny like how you and I were griping about this and it's actually it's the first time a part of this show has come up that I haven't had a chance to play that section of the game before. Yeah. So I didn't know anything about what was happening. Explain gonna... to those who don't play the game why you didn't play it before. Well, because it, it was a DLC add-on content. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes money was tight. And then when mm-hmm. I was done with the main game itself, I didn't feel like going back and playing playing it again sometimes. Yeah. Uh, at least like a DLC for it. It didn't really, it didn't add to this, didn't add to the future of the story. It was kind of like talking about something in the past. And I didn't, for whatever reason at the time, yeah. I mean, this game came out like a long time ago initially. So yeah. I didn't know where it was going to go. But it was funny how the gripes we were talking about, what we, what we would have wanted to happen in this episode, actually happens in the game, <laughs> which was kind of baffling that they that they make, they the showrunners, the 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 creator, um, um, they've come out and they've talked about why they've made certain decisions to like enhance a TV experience, you know, yeah. making an entire episode specifically for... Um, um, for Bill and Frank, Bill and Frank, and you know how they thought that that would that was good for television. Why they got rid of the spores and they added the network, which you yeah. don't really see anything about the network so far going Ooh. forward. But they took out an element of the of the uh, DLC that I thought was done so well that they would have put that in the game and I mean in, in the show. And they took yeah. it out, which was you actually see Ellie's battle struggle between the present and the past, yeah. where like there'll be a section where like. You leave Joel, and then you go out, and you kind of go find um, supplies and stuff that you want to actually get to help Joel, right? Yeah. You know, you he actually she takes him to a mall, you know, like not the mall that we see in the show. We not uh, the Boston she, mall. yeah, it takes him to a different mall, puts him in a store, closes the shutters, and she goes through this mall looking for like a first aid kit, supplies, needle and thread, whatever it is to help save Joel. And when it gets to certain points where she starts to struggle a little bit, then it goes and shows part of her past with yeah. Riley. And then at a certain point with Riley, then it goes back to the present, back and forth, back and forth. So you see kind of like some things that co- like they co- like something that they'll parallel each other in yes. certain parts. Not as much as you think it would by me talking about it like this way, but it just it kept the pace of the game or of the game going, which I thought would have been really well for the show. It would have, I thought it would have presented better if they did it that way. Yeah. There's a lot of points in this episode that just kind of drags unnecessarily. Like we didn't, 
We don't need to see them climbing upstairs and doing other things, even though it's, this is a show that's, you know, supposed to be more character driven than I think and action yeah. driven and stuff. But I think this would have been a good way to balance it out. So you take out those little things and you add some action parts to it. It would have been cool. Like I understand like, in the game, I mean, she, there's a point where she's running through, a, running away from multiple infected or multiple, mm -hmm. uh, you know, people that are trying to kill her and stuff like that. You don't need to do something that drastic, but yeah. maybe there's like a store and you can see, and this happens in the game where you can see like, you know, some, a med kit or something like that, yeah. but you got to sneak around an infected person to go and get, <laughs> get it. it. And there's like that tension there. It would have been cool to add those elements, but that's me just griping because I have this microphone and this platform to no, do that. Yeah, people, <laughs> so I can't. To, to give, you know, some behind the scenes, you know, we both played the games years ago, but right. we decided I will not play it while watching the show so I can just view it from as if I didn't play the game and I just want to, you know, look at the show for the showcase. But for you, you watch the episode first and then, you know, during the week leading up to our Wednesday episode, you play the game. So you get that dual um, aspect. So it was funny right. that what we talked about on Sunday, you actually got to experience it. Right. And we just wish that they had did the episode like that. Cause in my opinion, it would have, it would have made the, the episode flow a little bit better. Right. It would have been a little bit better execution because my gripe with the episode, I think I, we gave it a four on Sunday, right? Yes. Like my gripe was more on the execution. It wasn't on the performance by the actress, actresses. I thought they did a great job. Um, some of the, the, the monologues, especially we'll, we were going to play one soon. There were a couple of monologues that I really appreciated right. um, in there. And there were some great moments, you know, especially at the end with Joel and Ellie and Riley and Ellie. Right. You know, so those pieces were great, but I didn't like the full execution of, you know, how the, whatever 35 minutes of the episode. So, right. Well, are you going to change your score? I am going to change my score. What's your score? I'm going to bump it up a little bit. Um, after rewatching it and really appreciating more the the conversations and some of the subtle things that the actresses did, right? Um, I, I I probably push this up to a six Ooh, because okay. I, I'll take one point for my horrible mood on Sunday night, and then one point for um, the, the 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 writing in terms of the the monologues were, was was pretty cool. Was 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 good, but okay. the overall execution, um, I'm not giving it. And I've been I've been rating some of these episodes nines, tens on my on, on my IMDb and stuff like that. So, right. but I, I'll I'll change mine from a four to a six on a, like IMDb where I put my ratings. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go to a seven. Ooh. So I'm gonna give it an extra three points. Three points. And the reason why is, and it's I don't know, it's kind of funny, but like. We are. We talked about what we wish they did, right? Yeah. And then I actually got to play the game, and they actually did, ended up doing that in the yeah. game. Um, but I do feel, even though I, I mean, I kind of feel the same way. I mean, I, I felt this uh, the way about the other add-on, what I call an add-on episode, when you got to mm -hmm. see Bill and Frank's like, yeah. backstory, which it didn't really, I don't think, apply too much moving forward. And but I ended up, I still gave it a good score because it was a great you know, episode by itself, like a great standalone story. Yeah. I thought that was really good. It was executed great. No, no real gripes with that itself. It's just, I didn't think it belonged in the actual show itself. But with this show, I'm going to keep it at a seven. I'm going to move it up because the, the, the performances were great. The story was good, but it was also, I still felt was even more unnecessary. And I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> even with, cause even like, if you look at the fact that they added this as a DLC to the game, yeah. 
it's not even necessary for the game itself. Yeah. I didn't need to know. Flashback. And I said it in the last episode. I didn't need this event to happen for, in order for me to realize that, oh, this is the reason why she's saving Joel. The reason why she's saving Joel is because we are like, because she cares for him. She feels safe with him. We kind of already covered this in the previous episode yeah. with, with Joel, Joel's conflict about taking her and not giving her to Tommy and then her reaction to that. Yeah. And it was, it was pretty like laid in stone. Like, this is why I have like, I want to go with you. And so I didn't need this backstory to further explain that to me or further justify her reasoning to save him. Yeah. Cause in, in a way itself, why wouldn't you want to save the guy who's, you know, he's, he's bigger. He's, he knows how to fire weapons. He can live off the land. Like if you, you can, can save him, better that, your that, survival. better your survival yeah. instead of trying to go back through the place you came and get back to Tommy. You know what I mean? I mean, cause I think it was, it was a, what was a five to seven day ride just to get to the university to from to the Tommy. University, yeah. And I don't know how long she was dragging Joel, maybe a, maybe, you know, a couple hours or whatever the case is. So let's just say it's another five to seven days back. To Joel by herself. By herself. I don't think she's ever been alone, like you know, like outside that. the walls. So I, yeah. I just didn't need it, and I felt like it could have been done better. But I still, in some way, appreciate it as itself, just okay. not as much That's as cool. the Bill and uh, Frank episode. I, I can see it pushing back. If, if I watch it a third time, maybe I'll like it a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> and we will watch it a third time. Yeah. Okay. So. Let's go ahead and I'm going to talk about the differences really fast between the game and let's just talk about, and then let's just hit the scenes we like and we'll just go for it. So housekeeping, uh, differences of the game. So really quick, we'll do this as fast as we can. Yeah, go ahead. Um, when Riley comes in to wake up, uh, Ellie, um, she bites her on the, she acts like she's biting her in the neck. She acts like an affected person yeah. as opposed to the hand on the face thing. Um, let's actually see. I would have liked that better. It was, it was, it was, it was cuter. It was funnier. Yeah. Uh, Ellie doesn't seem, here we go. Ellie doesn't seem mad about, um, Riley joining the fireflies in the game itself. It's just kind of like, oh, you did it. Oh, okay. That's, that's all like, you know, good for you kind of yeah. thing. There's not this whole war where Ellie's on one side on her beliefs on Fedra and where Riley's on the other side calling them fascist pigs and stuff like that. Yeah. It just seems like, I mean, we're going to, we have a scene we're going to pull where Ellie feels that Fedra's kind of holding things together yeah. and the Fireflies are killing innocent people with pipe bombs and stuff. Yeah, after that conversation she had with Kwong, she's, you yeah. know, drinking the Kool-Aid, I'll, yeah. I'll say. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's Kool-Aid. I mean, we don't know. It's just different points of views. It just depends on, like, we'll move on. All right, so <laughs> and then the alcohol, it's really, so they don't get the alcohol from some dead guy in the hallway. They actually get the alcohol from, it's another, it's a, um, there was a Fedra person that was stationed in the mall and he had already uh, died, but his mm -hmm. stuff was still there. And so they find the alcohol in his stuff. Uh, in the game, uh, Riley does need to kill an infected person in order to join the Fireflies. It wasn't yeah, like they were just like, oh, you want to you be part of the Fireflies? Here's a gun. Have a nice time. Uh, uh, Ellie knows Marlene. That's another thing, too. Ellie knows Marlene. Ellie also knows that Marlene put her in with the... Uh, in the book, soldier camp, yeah, in the and camp. she also knows that Marley knew her mom. She 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 asks asks Riley at some point, like, does she ever about talk about mom. my mom? Mm -hmm. In the arcade, all the arcades work. It's not just one. Uh, they have a super circle fight, and um, I mean, there's other stuff. Riley's not there making pipe bombs. No, but I think that's that's fast. There's there's plenty more stuff, obviously, because there's a whole counter thing with her just trying to survive by herself in the present time with Joel. But that's like the one things that kind of stuck out to me as I was playing the game. Cool. All right, let's so let's talk about the first scene. 
We're going to pull Kwong's scene, or Kwong's, Kwong? Kwong. We're going to pull Kwong's speech uh, to Ellie about being a grunt. So let's listen. I'm going to tell you the truth. You're smart, Ellie. You're so smart, you're stupid. You can't see where this is going? Let me help you out. Two paths ahead of you. First path. You keep acting like a grunt so you get the life of a grunt. Up at dawn, walk the streets, walk the wall. You eat shit food, you do shit jobs, you take shit orders from your patrol leader, who'll probably be Bethany. And that'll be your life from now until you catch a bullet from a firefly or fall drunk off a roof or get your hair caught in a moving tank tread. Mm. There's the other path. You swallow this pride of yours. You follow the rules, you become an officer. You get your own room, you get a nice bed. We eat well, we don't go on patrol. We're cool in the summer, we're warm in the winter. And best of all, when you're an officer, you get to tell the Bethany's of the world exactly where to shove it. So I love this scene for, or this speech for a couple of reasons. One mm-hmm. reason is, is, and we kind of touched base, we, we touched on it a little bit from the, uh, the last episode that we did about this current episode was that Kwong seems like a good dude who actually mm-hmm. thinks that he's doing the right things. Yeah. He thinks that he's holding his responsibility is to, you know, keep order, but then, you know, keep people from ripping each other apart yeah. in the QZ. Yeah. So it's interesting to see their side because we haven't really had a chance to see that side. No, All we've seen is not given us that. what little bit of the fireflies and obviously, you know, conversations that have happened between Joel and other people and stuff. So I thought that was kind of nice. The other thing, it just shows, I guess, the conflict of who Ellie wants to be, mm-hmm. which might be the whole meaning of this episode by her deciding whether to like save Joel or not, <laughs> which I still, you know. I don't think that's a dilemma really for her. Like apparently we might, maybe I'm just trying to add something to this, <laughs> but I, anyways, I liked seeing like at least that side of like, you know, Fedra's perceived as being bad this entire time. We get to see like there's I, actually I, I like humanity there. I, I like your take on that. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, let's listen to the other part of the speech, which I really like what Quan says right here. Why do you even care? I care because no matter what anyone out there says or thinks, we're the only thing holding this all together. If we go down, the people in this zone will starve or murder each other. That much I know. I completely agree with him. Yeah. My, for me, the, the the truth speech that I like to call, I'll call it, is I think there's this bigger picture. There's a lot of young teenagers across the world who should get this kind of speech yeah. um, from somebody because it, it that grunt, it the, you call it the grunt speech. You, you want to be a tough guy. You want to be a grunt. You want to be a bully. You want to, that's the life you want to portray yourself now. That's where it's going to lead you down that path. You're right. going to have a grunt existence, right? Right. You know, the path you choose. Um, and I think the way he executed that speech, the actor Terry Chen, he did a, it was, it was phenomenal. Like I, if I had a kid who was, you know, going on the wrong path that's the kind of speech you know i hope would would resonate with them so they can see that you know you you want it you want this is the path you want to lead this is the kind of life you're going to get i'm going to give you a glimpse of your future and that person that's that's pissing you off now is going to be your freaking boss and going to really piss you off you know so yeah uh, i thought i thought it was great it's one of my it's it's one of my two favorite parts of this episode was the speech to ellie and it looks like ellie it resonated with her because when she's with Riley on the roof, she's like reiterating, you know, hey, Fedra's keeping this all together, which she just heard earlier in that day that, you know, 
Quan wants her to be one of the people in the future that keeps crap together. Right. So um, I thought it was great. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's talk about the next scene. All right. So this one is a conversation between Ellie and Riley. So let's listen. I'm sorry. Are you, are you telling me not to beat people up? You put Carol in the infirmary for a fucking week. I'm just saying, you can't fight everything and everyone. You can pick and choose what's important. Oh, are they teaching you this at Firefly University? Kinda. I hope this part, that this little bit, they show you it more um, in the coming episodes uh, of the show, because I thought it was very powerful that she's telling, because Ellie, it does have that hot head in her, right? You see her breaking the glass when she's after she got bitten. Yeah, and and she she has to learn you can't tackle the world, you can't fight everybody and kill everything. So wouldn't it have been cool? Yeah, is after she says that speech, all of a sudden it goes back to Ellie in the present, and she sees Actually, like a first aid kit yeah. on the other side with like two infected people, and she could either a try to kill them or b try to find a better path to get 100%. to it. That would have been a great time, right? Putting it in action. Put that into action. And I hope they show you it later on in the, the show in the series where she puts that into action. But I thought that line was was stuff that the character needs to hear. Right. I guess they really haven't had those moments yet where she had no. they, where Joel or her have had to make yeah, that choice. Make like, should we choices. fight now or kind of run away? I mean, well, Joel, I guess maybe. there has been, I guess, when they went into KC. In KC, they, KC, they, did, they, had, they did have those yeah. moments. They yeah. did. Okay. But she needs to, it needs to be more prevalent where it's her that making that decision, not Joel. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. All right. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's play this next scene. Read initiations? Nope. I said yes. And now I'm a firefly. That easy to give up everything, huh? By everything, you mean becoming a fascist dickbag? I mean, I don't know if it's that simple. Like, in a way, Fedra kind of holds everything together. You know? As much as I love arguing with your stubborn ass, you're on a mission here. I love seeing like how they're definitely on, they're both on different sides of mm -hmm. how they see, I guess, the world being ran right now. Yeah. And it's funny because I was having a conversation. My wife doesn't under, or I guess I don't, we're both in different places as far as why people are getting hung and what Fedra's actually doing. I'm just always assuming that Fedra's hanging people because they're, you know, going over the fence not checking in and out, possibly bringing the infected in or bringing the the virus, not virus, but the the fungus back in with them. Yeah. And so Fedra's got to lay down the law and make an example. But she's pointing out, like, we don't know that's why they're hanging them. Yeah. They could be hanging them because they're stealing food. They're murderers. Or maybe or they're murderers. But I'm saying, like, I we're just assuming, like, the extreme and why they're getting hung. They yes. could be for something as simple as, and I'm not saying this is bad to steal anybody else's food, especially, obviously, when the world is crumbling in front of you and you know rations are going to be you know really yeah. you know scarce mm -hmm. around the qz i'm just assuming i didn't see a farm maybe <laughs> i don't know but i like i was just always assuming the extreme where she's saying we don't know that it could be because of the food stuff it could be for like you know toilet paper something really you know shoplifting or something like that and then they just go with the whole boom i'm gonna hang you yeah it, it could be it could be that or, or it could be you know this guy a raid led to a death of a, a, a you know, a Fedra soldier. So yeah. that's punishable by death. You know, right. it could be as it could be the extreme side murder, or it could be you stole, you know, a bag of apples. Right. You know? <laughs> but then look at the extreme that I mean, later in the episode, Ellie talks about how when she discovers the the pipe bombs mm -hmm. that Riley's making, 
she points out like innocent people are getting killed with your bombs and she yeah. says something where it's like, well, I'll make sure that doesn't happen. happen and then Ellie yeah. says, well, oh, they're going to listen to you. So she's looking at it as, as the Fedra side as being the law and order and that the mm -hmm. place would crumble without, you know, really Fedra yeah. where Riley is looking at it where Fedra is kind of holding them back in a way, yeah. which I'm still not understanding. It's that whole thing where like, I need to see your, I'd love to see what you're going to blueprint. What's your plan here for, for a takeover? Like if, if I guess what's your campaign, what is fireflies actually running, running on? You know? on? Like yeah. what's your, what's, what's your platform? What's your platform, right? Mm -hmm. Like what would, what's your whole idea for change? Like I would that really would like be better. I would like them to kind of lay that out. Maybe that is somewhere. We just never saw it. It'd be kind democracy. of a cool little Easter egg yeah, where all of a sudden democracy. like firefly put up a poster somewhere and said, well, we changed this and changed that. Yeah. And also in that uh, scene where she says you gave up everything, to me, I think she's also referring to that she gave up her too. Yeah, because I it's see that like for sure. you know you gave up everything to go join Fireflies. So you know, I mean, if I have to go sh watch people shovel poop, I don't want to. I don't want that job either, <laughs> right? <laughs> so the Fireflies might look really intriguing after at that point. Right. But you do give up. She did give up a lot, right? Right. In, in Ellie's eyes, it's more than just giving up what could be quote unquote the good guys you're giving up me too because you're you're you're, you're gone you right know? You're, yeah, the yeah. room's empty so yeah okay let's talk about the last clip that we pulled which yeah. is kind of a little it's it's a little long but i think if we were to bookend this uh episode this would obviously be like the one we put at the very end you know because yeah. i think it's if you t if you look at meat and potatoes of the episode oh, as yeah. far as like conversations this would be the potatoes. Yeah, it's my favorite part of the episode. All right, let's listen. Options. One, we take the easy way out. It's quick, painless. No. No, I don't like option one. Option two. What are you talking about, Riley? It's over. It will be, but not yet. It ends this way for everyone sooner or later, right? Some of us just get there faster than others. But we don't quit. Father, it's two minutes. For two days. We don't give that up. I don't want to give that up. We can just be all poetic and shit and lose our minds together. What's option three? I don't think there's an option three, Max. No, they did a great job. And you know what's crazy? Um, it's they did a great job in this scene, and it's it's the complete opposite of Bill and Frank, right? Bill and Frank, Bill and Frank, Frank wanted to just have one last day that he wanted to do everything and and you know, call it a day, to end the day, end his life, the one day. Whereas Riley doesn't want just to end one day. It, it, she doesn't she wants to just let it 
the course flow naturally, whether they get another hour, another two days, let what happens happens. So she's more this end of this quote unquote love story. They, she just wants it to end freely. Whereas Bill and Frank, Frank wanted it to be very specific. This is it. You know, so it was very interesting how right. the both of them were on different sides of the spectrum, which I could appreciate. You know, some people might say, you know what, um, this is this is this is my love. I want it to go as long as possible, right? Uh, to the bitter end, I'll see it through, right? Right. Where and then the other side of the spectrum, you know what, I I don't want to see how this is gonna turn out. Whether it's you you mentioned, Bill would have to take Frank's body to go bury, make my loved ones go through this. Or let's just we're just going to go off on that side. I'm not saying either side is right or wrong, but it was an interesting take for the show to have the two love stories, you know, end in glaring differences like that. So right. that was pretty cool. I think you can look at age also. Yeah. Because like oh, Bill, yeah, Bill young. and Frank, yeah. Bill and Frank, they, they lived. They lived. They had a life together mm-hmm. uh, where Ellie and um, Riley, they're young and they didn't really have that relationship time together. I mean, yeah. As far as what we saw in this episode, this is the first time they've kind of expressed that they love each other in mm-hmm. that way. They've they've expressed obviously that they're best friends and everything like that, but obviously that they wanted to like, I'm assuming, be, be together. together. Yeah. Um. They didn't get a chance to do that, but Bill and Frank they did that for what did we come? It was 13 years, 14 years, 16 years. Yeah. 16 Something years. like that. Yeah. And they had all their whole life and uh, before that, you know, so. Yeah. I think that probably plays that's into great, it as well. That's a great point. That's an excellent point. Um, to to be honest with you, I I, I could so see. I mean, the these love stories. I I always say quote unquote love stories because we're dealing with an apocalypse here. It's right. not a rom com or you know a, a lifetime movie here. So these right. these love stories are very um they're they're raw and they're rough. And it was interesting how the two of them portray. Not yeah. very good in this show. Love stories. Oh man, I, mean, I guess if you're if you're in a relationship. It's gonna end. I guess it's gonna end badly. It's gonna end badly for you the, during the apocalypse. So right? this will be the third. This okay. So you have just. I guess so we can count it. Tess. We have Tess and Joel, which only one of them perishes. Yeah. Um. But then you have Bill and Frank mm-hmm. gone. Um. Now you have you had and and then if you look at um siblings, you had mm-hmm. uh, Sam and Henry. Not well. They're gone. Um. Kathleen, uh, Kathleen and her brother didn't end well. Gone. But Joel, Joel, and 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 Tommy are going okay, except for Tommy being a a jerk and not telling him about his wonderful commune where he's raising, you know, commie bacon. You yeah. know that 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 kind of sucked. But and 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 you know me, I thought Tess was into Joel more than Joel was into Tess, so she's the one that dies. There's my theory. Too much love ends ends. So bad you think for you. Riley is more into Ellie? Ooh, that's a good one. You know what? Yes, you know why? Because she's older, <laughs> so she's un- she understands okay. love a little bit better. Sure, I know they're getting on that that cringe area, seventeen and fourteen, you know. Um, but no, you you brought you you said I it, brought you it brought up. it up. I brought it up, <laughs> seventeen and fourteen. But she's she's a, she's she she can. I, I, I when you're a little older, even though it's not. It's only a three years difference, right. but your understanding of love and your emotions are a little bit better well, between seventeen and fourteen. Let's also not forget she had a relationship with her mom. With yes, the, and I I can't remember if they said her dad, but her family. Her family, yeah. So, but and Ellie didn't. Yeah. What we know, Ellie was Orphan, taken from yeah. her mom, yeah. by, like when she was a baby. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think well, so. They're, they're going to show that. Um, 
Oh, are they? Yeah. Episode the last episode of the season, Ellie in the game plays Ellie's mom. So we're gonna see something like. Oh, that. that's right. Yeah. I forgot we're, about so that. So we're gonna see. We're gonna see something there. So. That's not a spoiler. It's all over everywhere, so everybody knows this. So all right. that's going to be fun. I think the next two episodes are going to be great. You know, David and his group and James. I, I'm sorry for James, um, but it's going to be great. All right. Well, let's uh, let's do uh, Ellie Meter right now. Ellie Meter this week is sponsored by Explosive Mall Nachos. I was going to do tacos, but uh, nachos popped into my head just now. <laughs> Maybe it's because it's lunchtime. <laughs> and my wife loves nachos. I'm not a big nacho person. I love nachos. Yeah. You're a nacho guy? Oh, I'm a huge nacho guy. I'm yeah. a big chips and salsa <laughs> nacho guy. Chips and dip. Mm. Okay. Cool. Love that chip. I like chips and dip, but I'm not a big nachos. So, Ellie Meter, where up, down this episode, because this was an Ellie-centric episode, and, you know, there's more of Ellie to come in the next episode. So, where, where does where did you fall? Oh, man. She went up, down. I mean, she stayed stagnant, I would say. Because you're already at her, what are you at, seven or she's eight? She's at seven right yeah, now. Yeah, she's at seven. It's, it's, it's a low seven. Like, it could be, Yeah. it could go down into a D, maybe, still. Yeah. She's she, a C right now. I don't know. I just, I got this big issue. I keep playing this video game. If I wasn't playing <laughs> the video game, she'd probably be going up even more. Yeah. And. Because you're comparing the two I'm characters. I'm going to say this right now, and this is, this kind of sucks. So here we go. And I, I think we talked about this a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm such a bad person. I don't know what no. it is. I think I just like machines more, like you know, <laughs> video games and like artificial intelligence. I don't know what it is. But this is the I actually finally saw a character for the first time that I hadn't seen in the game, right? With Riley. Okay. I never played the DLC before. Yeah. So I didn't have any um built-in vision of her yes. or like her voice or expressions or you know really anything okay yeah so i finally got to see a character for the first time without the game so i've seen riley before now i played the video game with riley in, in the there yeah i like the video game version of riley better oh, okay. too okay so i don't know why it just seems like everything is is presented in a more i guess my I don't know Your personality wheelhouse? world kind yeah. of way. I don't know how to say it, but it's a game. Yeah, and I'm not saying the the Riley in the game itself or in the show did a bad job. I'm just saying I just preferred the delivery of what was there in the game. Okay, and so it's it's just the game is so good. The game is so good, and I know people listen to this never. They don't play. Some people don't play video games at all. They've never yeah. played The Last of Us. If there was one video game that you should play, <laughs> if you in. I mean, I can't say that. There's a lot of video games to play. Yeah, but that's what I was about to say. If, like, if you're you looking for a video game that tells a story and, you know, that's, you know, great voice acting, presentation, graphics, you know. The works. The works. It would be The Last of Us. The, rem- the If you can get the re- PlayStation 5 remastered version, it's so good. It's so good. It's done so well. And, you know, I don't know. Ellie's still a five. I'm sorry. Ellie's still a seven. A seven. She was a five at one point. Yeah, She's I a mean, seven. I, I figured because she, she didn't two... do a lot in the present time to enhance the character. It's more of yeah. telling her backstory to, to better understand her. I mean, that should that should enhance her, though, if you're telling her backstory. Uh, yeah, I guess so. You're right. It just didn't. But, I mean, you're there's right a lot that. of stuff to cram in the last two episodes. Um, but they're going to get through it, and it's going to be very entertaining. Yeah, and then she's. Yeah, I mean, she has... Look, this is what I tell my son all the time. Look, there's a lot of school left. You have, there's enough left for you to be able to jump your grade up to at least this. Yes. And I think if she has the, or, and if she has the right platform, or I guess the right material and it's executed properly, 
she could go up a point the next episode. Oh, I think she could go way higher. I'm saying next she episode. could go next episode. She can get to an eight, and then nine. I mean, the last the last episode of this of the show, which you and I know what happens. Yeah, obviously, yeah. people that have played the game, um, they know what happens. But the people that don't know what happens, there's she has the opportunity to go up three points. She could get to a ten. It's she could by she the could. end of the season. I could see that. I think, but she I could think also get lower. I mean, she, she could go I, down. I think next episode she can go a point or two in, in, if in your, you know, ten your score. We'll score. see that the next one would be the main one. Yeah, would be. It, yeah, that's where she could get her the bulk of her grade up, right? Yeah, like it's that project at the end of the year. If you nail this project, it's gonna it's gonna weigh you've a been, lot. Of you've points. been with study groups. Yeah, all year <laughs> it's time for you to start, you know, taking the test here by yourself, and so we're, we'll see what happens. Well, episode eight is called "When We Are in Need." We get David's group. I can't wait. Uh, so we'll be on on Sunday. Yeah, you know, this is uh, this is gonna be awesome. All right, so I th- think we can wrap it up right now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's do a quick wrap up really fast. Um, thank you everybody who's uh, supported us through the Last of Us um, podcast so far. And now we're shifting um, over to, uh, you know, to newer content. I guess different shows coming Additional out. Additional content. Additional content. The rebranding. We are the extremists. Yes, we are. That is plural, right? Extreme in the middle. Extremists. Yeah. Extreme in the middle. <laughs> and, you know, I, I just, I, I, the feedback we've gotten during the, during the show, The Last of Us, has been really great. And yeah. it's actually, I think that's what made us want to continue to do more stuff and do more shows and just branch out there. And we're also, we're talking about um, doing some video coming up pretty soon, putting some stuff on the YouTube, stuff I on the TikTok. I can't believe it. You got me doing content. First, this podcast, now you're going to make me do video. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're powerful, man. <laughs> man, I wish that was true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you to everybody. Don't forget about our Patreon page. Um, you know, if you like, you like the content, you want to help support us, you want to help us make some more stuff, you know, feel free to jump on over there. You know, shoot us a message. Let us know what what you think we could, you know, do to enhance our presentation. Um, suggestions, what we missed, what we, you know, what we got right, what we got wrong. Yeah, you we're know, gonna be adding a lot of behind the scenes content to the Patreon. Yeah, that's gonna start flying. And trust me, our soon. conversations behind the scene are crazy. Yeah, we'll be adding the Tulsa King up there. We talk yep. about episode one, two, and three, mm-hmm. and then you know, going off of that, the rest of the show will be on there. Yeah, too. the rest of the show will be on there as well. So, you know. Be on the lookout. Thank you so much for your time. And uh, the extremists are out. Catch you next time. Music composed by Kyle Torme. Additional bed music composed by Jason Zaffrey. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Last of Us, a Rot Your Brain podcast. Subscribe to The Last of Us podcast feed at rotyourbrainmedia.com slash The Last of Us. Follow us on Twitter at rot underscore your brain and support Rot Your Brain Media and its podcast by being a part of this exciting new and growing community. Visit patreon.com slash rot your brain media. <laughs>